comic book pit. Okay. I'm Jared. It's Jared coming to us from his house of pain. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm here in a secret location. That is the office in my house. The lair. Yes. <laughs> so um, this is our this is our conversation episode, and you know we're we're just coming off of San Diego Comic Con, so there is so much stuff to talk about. So I think we should just jump right into it. Um, so I think the big news, at least for us, you know, for comic book people uh, coming out of uh, San Diego were the trailers. True, true. There was a good one. DC, I, did Marvel even have a presence at San Diego Comic-Con this year? Because I didn't see anything from them. It was all DC Warner Brothers. From what I understand, Marvel, I, I guess, uh, did not, really did not have a presence. I think they had some panels, but they really didn't have a presence as far as uh, big announcements, trailers, anything like that. I, I, Fair enough. I'd be willing to bet that we might see that in the fall um, for like, like New York. Ah, is is my go. guess because they'll be closer to having done more stuff with the you know Avengers follow up and you know more stuff like that. But 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 I think that kind of helped uh, DC slash Warner Brothers really win the day. As it were, I, I think if if you know if anyone were to label a winner between Marvel and DC, I think DC hands down won uh, won uh, this year as far as San Diego announcements. And, and I, it's merited too. They didn't win by default. Uh, they they produced some some very interesting stuff. That's true. Um, the, the the as far as the Warner Brothers DC films that are on the horizon. Um, Looking good, looking real good, looking strong, looking unique. I mean, looking like you know, for years now, I've been saying on this program that DC was in an unenviable position because Marvel led the way and did so so strongly. So they either damned if they followed the Marvel playbook or damned if they tried to do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, so with Shazam, I'm very excited for this movie. It, it, it kind of has that like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy type feel. Where it's something not really known, uh, looks like it's a lot of fun, and looks looks strong, and I'm uh, really really looking forward to that. And I think that I think that for me that was like the the uh, highlight of everything that have come out of the San Diego Comic Con this year. Oh, I I 100% agree. I was really uh, blown away. By the Shazam trailer, I mean, a I didn't even know they were dropping a trailer. I thought we might get some footage or a teaser or something, but to get a full blown trailer, uh, that totally, I was not expecting that. And for it to be just so full of joy and life and complete, like a complete opposite of what we've seen thus far from DC movies. True. Um, and it even seems to be set within that same universe too. So they're not like shying away from it. They're just right, gradually just moving, moving away from it. Yeah, it happened, but you know now this is happening. Right. I, I mean, Zach, Zachary Levi. I mean, I, I'm a believer now. I mean, you know, we we saw some pretty, like kind of out of context set photos of him in the Shazam outfit, uh, but seeing him as Shazam, I'm. I'm like okay, I, I'm a believer now. I mean, the, he he really he sells it the the boy in a man's body, like the yeah yeah. It looks. I mean, I've I'm not a huge Captain Marvel slash Shazam mm-hmm. uh, reader. I think the only thing I ever really got into was the Jeff Smith series miniseries from about a decade or so back. Oh right, I remember that. That was good. Um, 
but I mean, so I mean, I'm aware of it. I know, I know a few things about the mythos of, of Shazam. Um, everything I saw in that movie looked really cool. I mean, if they eventually, I don't know what the plans are, but they eventually get to like a a talkie tawny or something like that. <laughs> I I feel confident that they'd be able to, to make it work. Um, that's a talking tiger. Yeah. For uh, it was not in the know, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, that, that's the thing. I mean, the Captain Marvel came out so long ago that, um, you know, the, the original, I feel like the original iteration of Captain Marvel and the Marvel family was so, uh, so saccharine sweet. It's just, or, you know, so, so cheesy. So, um, big red cheese. Yeah. Big red cheese. Um, <laughs> you know, I never really, like you, I, I was never really a big reader. I, I usually, uh, read him as part of a team like if he were like in the 80s he was uh, briefly part of the the Damateus Maguire Justice League um, and and the the Jeff Smith uh, miniseries that he did which was really good um, I, I really I mean I've, I've really he's a blank slate for me as, as far yeah. as, as you know I'm yeah. concerned so you know I I have no dog in this fight you know it was one of those things like Oh, I you know I hope it's good, but if it's not, I don't really care. I guess you know I'm not you know that big. I'm really invested in the character, but uh, this this could be this could finally be their um, their Iron Man or like you said their Guardians because you know when when Marvel started they the, their cinematic universe they started with Iron Man who was a nobody as far as you know the public. Con- right, right, yeah, not not a household name. Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah, I mean, I, I had people coming up to me when they, you know, after the trailer dropped, they're like, "Who's Iron Man?" Or I kind of remember Iron Man. Is is he a big deal? Is he is he as big as you know Captain America and the Hulk and Spider Man? And I'm like, well, yes and no. And but you know, I I I almost expect to get the same type of questions from people with Shazam. Like that looks really good. Who Shazam? <laughs> you know. Uh, well, have a seat. We're going to be here a while. Exactly. I, I, it is a tale of uh, creative legal wrangling and mm-hmm. capitalism. Yeah, I wouldn't even know where to start. I would probably just say, you know what, just wait for the movie to come out. That'll probably yeah. be better than. Yeah, I mean, you could get into the whole history of the character and from a real world perspective not not even getting into the the mythos of the character and the world itself what's going on there but uh yeah it, 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 there's a lot to unpackage with Shazam yeah. which i'm assuming is the name i doubt captain marvel will even be uttered at all yeah i, I can't imagine they would they would even te- like tempt fate with that considering yeah marvel's captain marvel yeah. coming out next year um, despite the fact they were there first but Hey, <laughs> that's true. Um, so uh, the other one, which uh, you know was, pr- I think this is the one we all expected, um, was Aquaman. The Aquaman yeah, trailer was the Aquaman one. I'm more, I'm more excited, intrigued by Shazam than Aquaman. Aquaman, it looks okay. I have, I have some qualms about the Aquaman movie. Namely, whenever you get into two um, antagonists, that's always yeah. rough sledding for a comic book movie. So, I mean, that I mean, it's one trailer and who knows, but, I mean, Black Man, it looked awesome. Like, mm-hmm. that looked cool. I don't know what the deal is with that other guy that, like, he fights for the oh, well, that's, throne of Atlantis yeah, or whatever that Ocean yeah, Master. Oh, is that what that is? That's supposed to be Ocean okay. Master. That's supposed to be his, yeah, his half brother, um, Orm. I think is his name. It's played by Patrick Wilson, who was uh, the, the guy who played Night Owl in Watchmen. Right. Yes. Okay. So, um, I don't know enough about, about that stuff to know, but I just know that whenever there's two bad guys in a movie, uh, mm-hmm. it's usually a tough go, particularly when it's a. Yes, we met Aquaman in Justice League, and we we saw a little bit of his world, but. Uh, it's an introduction movie. Two bad guys. That yeah, uh, movie's biting off a lot here, so it, it can be tough to get everything it's due. Yeah, it, it's definitely uh, it's going to be an ambitious movie for sure. And there's there's I I almost feel like there's a lot riding on this uh, f- from the whole Justice League point of view. Like 
Shazam, I feel like, is almost self-contained. Yeah. You know, whereas, you know, like you said, we've already been, we've already been introduced to Aquaman. So this is, I would, I would bet a hundred bucks that this movie takes place prior to the events of Justice League. So. I, I, it might, yeah, I mean, with some of, yeah, because I mean, it is a, or a history of Aquaman. So you see before, probably before and after. I mean, there's probably. Yeah. I'd imagine it. I don't know. I really don't know. I guess we'll find out. Well, it, it just seemed like, in the, at least in the trailer, like his introduction to Atlantis was his. You know, th- this is all new. Like he's our eyes going in. Like everything is brand new to him because you know it's brand new to us. So, but, but it, in Justice League, he he already seemed to have like a, a passing knowledge of Atlantis and the armor yeah. and his and the weaponry and you know that there was already. You know the, the groundwork was already laid. Like he already kind of knew what was going on down there. Um, mm. I think if, if if I were to have just one qualm after watching this trailer, and this is probably the same qualm I've I've had for just about anything Jason Momoa is in, is I just don't think he's just not a strong actor. He's his whole. It's like he's got one mode, and that's like surfer bro. Okay. And and I. I <laughs> Which is which is crazy because I thought he was I felt like he was better in Game of Thrones, um, speaking Dothraki, and he pulled off more emotion in Game of Thrones, and you could never understand what he was saying because he was always speaking a, you know he wasn't speaking English, but I, I felt like I got more from him in the brief time he was on Game of Thrones than from any time that I've seen him play Aquaman. Like Aquaman, he just doesn't have. He never carries that. You, you don't get that feel of, oh, he's the king of Atlantis. Like you know, heavy is the head that wears the crown type of mm. thing. Like he, I just, it's I like just whatever, bro. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't get the <laughs> feeling of. And, and maybe that will change, um, after this movie. Who knows? But like I yeah, said, we'll I, find out. I just don't. I think physically. He's great. Yeah, he's probably meant to play a superhero. I mean, he's sure he can do the physical stuff like no one's business. Um, but I just don't, you know, I, I yeah. just don't buy him as, you know, the king of Atlantis or, you know, he's just, I just don't think he's that great of an actor. At least not so now. So I guess, I, mean, I, I guess we're cautiously optimistic for Aquaman mm-hmm. and uh, eager for Shazam. Yes, I, I would definitely. Yeah, that, I, I would. That, that sounds fair. And I'm, I'm still like after this trailer, I'm still kind of a little excited for Aquaman because I think it's they, like the world building they're they're doing. Like I said, it's ambitious, but it still looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's, it's like it's almost like a underwater science fiction movie. Yeah, know, with with everything cool. that we've seen so far, with different creatures I, and the different you know the action scenes yeah. and. I'd always suspected that they would treat Aquaman. Aquaman would be their Thor. I mean, oh, Wonder Woman's kind of like their Thor too. So they kind of have like two Thors. Yeah, no, that's that, <laughs> no, that, that, that's a good. Well, you, you've got you know, like one of them who who is very, you know, um, you know, uh, like Wonder Woman who's very uh, tied to her world. Like it's it's it. You know, that's who she was growing up. And you've got another version who, you know, he. He's an adult coming yeah. to this world, so so you're getting both points of view. You're getting like the the the, the uh, Wonder Woman, like I said, who who grew up in Themyscira, um, and that's you know as important to her as you know the the world that she lives in now. And then you've got Arthur, who is uh, you know yeah, Atlantis is completely discovering yeah yeah. So he's probably probably having that that void in his life filled by discovering Atlantis. Mm-hmm. There. We saved you the two hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Black Mana, I think I said Manus earlier, but Black Mana, that did look cool. That did, that did look like a cool bad guy. And just, again, I don't know, I know diddly about these characters. I don't really, I don't read Aquaman comics. I don't know much about yeah. that they exist. I don't really know about the, yeah, much about the history, but, but I mean, it yeah. looked cool. Yeah, I, I feel like I mean Black Manta is probably I think one of those characters has probably been around. I would say at least since I, 60s might be pushing it. I would say for sure the 70s. 
Um, I don't know how far about how far back Black Manta goes. Um, I, I feel like maybe not the '60s, maybe the '70s, but I could see '60s. I, it, it, maybe late '60s. We'll find yeah. out. But it's uh-huh. definitely a character that's that's a, as important to Aquaman. as... Nineteen sixty-seven. Oh, there you go. Okay. Okay, so late late sixties, but he's yep. you know he, he's been part of the Aquaman lore going back to like the you know the Super Friends cartoon, right? Yep, mem- yep, remember. So yeah, so he's he, he might still be someone that you know even the most casual or lapsed fan or reader might recognize. And it, it's a striking visual. Yes, the design of the character. Very uh, yeah, very. Uh, Dare I say iconic look yes. to this character the the big you dare. the like the the, the big fishbowl head type of yeah. thing and, and the giant red eyes yes. and they shoot lasers yeah so can't go wrong with that it's it just like I said, this was that Ocean Master that or I, I don't know how much time that's going to get but if Batman Returns has taught us anything <laughs> two bad guys is yeah no no bueno nope. And, yeah, and if and if Batman and Robin has taught us anything, four bad guys is even worse. <laughs> That's a devil no bueno. Yes. <laughs> um. Now, something that I I felt was I don't know about your feelings. I don't think we've really talked about this since, but since it came out, but one thing that I felt was definitely no bueno was the uh, Titans trailer. I agree. I have no interest. Uh, it's not for me. And my comment at the time was like way to read the room. DC, yes. like who was clamoring for the grim and gritty Titans? But particularly, you know, a week before Teen Titans Go to the Movies comes out, <laughs> they release a trailer for this Titans series that just looked like shit. Oh, Pardon it, my language. No, it <laughs> it, it, it does. It, it looks like just just yeah, deep fried Robin's shit. Robin's like <laughs> mowing people down. Like didn't like your your cinematic universe almost got killed. For, for going with this tone, your 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 CW line is thriving because it's the exact opposite of this. Like, who thought this is what people want to see? Who thought this is what people would like subscribe to a streaming service specifically for? Like this this thing's I think is on die on the vine. I have no confidence in it. I don't think. But you're there asking. I mean, you're putting it behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. You need to be if you want people to uh, watch this. You have to like give it away for free. Because it, who, who I don't know, I don't see I don't know who wants it, well, and I don't see people like going out of their way to obtain it. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. No, I I, I think you're you're dead on, and, and and that seems to be the uh, majority of the the feedback that I've read uh, that I read last week when that trailer came out, and 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 my feeling feelings mirror mirror your own, and I think one one of the things I said is you know this is you know that this is the first trailer that we're seeing that's essentially kicking off DC's streaming service like this is it like this you know yeah this isn't gonna this isn't like a, a really fun looking show like Star Trek Discovery was for CBS's all access um, this looks disgusting like, yeah I mean I, I don't know how else to put it I mean it looked tone deaf into it yeah not just, good like there there aren't enough like negative words in the English language to say just how bad this looks. Yeah, and it's really disappointing that they took a kind of a, a beloved property um, and just just crapped all over it. And how? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I, I don't, I think, yeah. There's really not a lot to say about it. We just were not. I think, I, I think I would probably speak for all of us. We're just not fans of this. No, no, thank <laughs> and, you. You know, I, I think maybe out of just morbid curiosity, if I don't think I would even to to watch the first episode, if it you know, I don't think I would subscribe to it. If they made made the first episode free like CBS did with Star Trek, I'll watch it. Just that, like I said, morbid curiosity more than anything. Good on you. I'll let you tell me <laughs> about it. I'll give you the cliff note version. And I mean, just everything about it just looks crappy. Mm-hmm. And you know, I see this that the lady playing Starfire is getting a lot of heat. Yeah, because I she's, can't believe she's that. Black. Like that. That's don't. That's not her fault. I mean, and it. That's you know, so I, they show pictures of her. 
like in normal, and she looks more like Starfire than the way they put her, <laughs> the way they dressed her as Starfire. Like, why did you? To me, the biggest issue I have with that is she looks like a prostitute from a '70s movie. Yeah, no, her, her yeah, she she definitely the costuming for her was terrible, and the wig is terrible. But you know, she's playing a character who's an alien with orange skin. It's like you can't, you know, what's the difference if she's if she's a black woman or a white woman with orange skin? Yeah. What you know, like that what, part's irrelevant. And like I said, and I saw photos of her just like normal like photos. I'm like, oh yeah, she looks like she could be Starfire. Like I don't see any reason why not. But when she looks like she's prostitute number three from Shaft's Big Scores, like what is happening here? <laughs> no, she she does. She absolutely looks like a, a streetwalker, which was a little a uh, little disappointing. But uh, yeah, I, I think you know. It's sad that she's getting, you know, she's getting that negative feedback. Um, but unfortunately, like we said, I, I think this—that's the least of their worries for this show. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. If, if that's your argument, you are missing a lot. <laughs> You're missing the bigger picture. Yeah, I, I feel like they, she won't have to worry too long about about getting. Yeah, yeah don't worry. This is not gonna. <laughs> yeah, this is not gonna be your career, honey. Yeah. Um, You'll be fine. <laughs> So, uh, oh, I guess to continue on the uh, the, the the DC uh, glad handing train, there are so two for three. DC's two for three out of San Diego. Not bad. Yeah, as yeah. Milo told us, it is admirable. <laughs> two out of three ain't bad. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, going on the more creative side, on the uh, comic book side, I should say, there's some uh, significant uh, creative changes in some uh, some some big DC books. Um, first of all, we've got, uh, Grant Morrison and, uh, Oh shoot. I, I forget who the artist is. No, no, I'm sorry. It's, uh, Grant Morrison and Liam Sharp will be taking over Green Lantern. And I guess the book is going to restart and it's going to be called the Green Lantern. And it's going to, it's going to be more of a, uh, what we've all been looking for. It's going to be a space cop story. It's That's the, good. The, the whole like uh, yeah, space cop procedural uh, story that we've been probably wanting for the past twenty years, and it, it, yeah, so I'm I'm fascinated by the idea of Grant Morrison going into space and doing Green Lantern. What do you think about that? You know, I've never been a big gr- Green Lantern um, reader. The portrayal of Green Lantern and the Bendis Superman, I think it was Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Like, as was open, I was like, oh, this is a Green Lantern that I didn't know I should have been asking for. Um, I don't think this is enough to to get me to become, like, a, a buyer of Green Lantern comics. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, anything that anything that's good, I, I will definitely wish for. And if it, if it, if it gives people, of, fans of Green Lantern, you know, what they've been looking for, or if it, if it opens up eyes, who knows? Maybe I'll be like, oh my gosh, I, this is a, something I didn't know I needed, or whatever. That's all. That's all fine and well. Um, Grant Morrison is an interesting. I'm just curious. That, that's interesting. That's an interesting yeah. creator with an interesting character. Not something I would be a, expecting. Um, I feel like he's a he's a very he's polarizing. Um, not so much with his fan. Well, I, I would say with his fan his fans, but also just his work. Like he'll do he writes like, some weird stuff, and it's just like yeah, but then, I don't think of Green Lantern as like some trippy, heady, weird character. But who knows? Well, you know, for for all the for all the weird stuff he writes, he also writes. Uh, well, like I, I I was just I said in the last episode how um, we mentioned you know he his his tenure on uh, Batman, who's a very grounded, down to earth character with a grounded, down to earth cast of characters. So I feel like he can. You know, I, I've read some really great Grant Morrison, and I've read some really like head scratching Grant Morrison. Where it's like mm-hmm. I feel like either I'm not smart enough to understand this, or <laughs> I'm not on enough drugs to understand this. Um, yeah, hopefully it might not be you. Yeah, it, it also might not might not have been you. <laughs> That's true. I, I do consider myself a fairly intelligent comic book reader. Um, I've read a lot of stuff in the past, you know, thirty some years. So I feel like I I could, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good, but um. 
hopefully he finds a nice middle ground where he tells like hey i'm all for like kind of a mind-bending like cosmic story but also i like green lantern as kind of a superhero too so let's maybe trying to find some kind of middle ground you know that that's that's what i'm hoping for yeah um i'm I'm, so i'm reading up on and what they have to say about it and Liam Sharp is an. He hasn't been around since like the nineties. Yeah, um, he it's, did. He did um uh, like a, a a couple issues. Um, did they? Was it like a Brave and the Bold or something like that? Just a couple of months ago, uh, or, or like some sort of team up book with Batman and Wonder Woman. But but for the most part, he did a lot perhaps. of like he did a, mar- a lot of Marvel UK stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, like, right, right. Back in the nineties, so. And I don't know if he, you know, if he just did continued to do things for this. Like I'm looking at this, and it does nothing for me. Okay, was it the is that the uh, kind of just the picture of Hal Jordan? Yeah, there's a yeah, it's a picture of it's a very much just like a he looks, generic pose. He looks kind of beefy. He looks a little too beefy. Oh, he, yeah, he's he's he looks a little jacked. He should probably be tested. <laughs> yeah. Then there's some like previews of interior art that just standard fare. Yeah. I mean, there's a really cool image of the Guardians like on Oa with a giant lantern. That looks kind of dope. But uh, I'm on bleed. I'm, I went to Bleeding Cool, and I'm just scanning what they have there mm-hmm. regarding the announcement of it. Again, you know, it wasn't my wheelhouse to begin with, so I was always going to be a tough sell for uh, for that one. And uh, so whatever, yeah. hey, if you strike out on me, it's you're not. Well, it's fair. You know. I mean, it's not, it's not indicative know. of the overall product. You know, I'm yeah. not really the audience. Well, you know, hey, I mean, and and I'm, you know, I'm sure everyone knows this. Not everything is for everybody, you know. Um, this this is kind of fascinating. I'm, I'm this I'm I don't know if I'm looking forward to this or not, but Kelly Sue DeConnick uh, on Aquaman with uh, that's interesting. That, I, I know I keep saying interesting, but that one's unexpected. Yeah, that that was a real left field announcement. I mean, I'm not too familiar with her work either. Um, we our paths have just never crossed. Mm-hmm. And Aquaman's an interesting character. I sorry to keep going back to that word. Um, <laughs> Aquaman is a character that poses its own challenges as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know the, the 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 spotlight will be on Aquaman coming this fall. So yeah, we'll find out. Well, again, you know what? I'm not I'm not the uh, the audience for this. So I, if, if one of these things win me, then you know they're striking out. They're, they've done something right because yeah. if they get me to be like, sure, I'll buy an Aquaman comic or a Green Lantern comic, then they're they've untapped some sort of magic spell or <laughs> some sort of formula. They struck gold. Well, yeah. So so the most I've ever read from from Kelly Sudeconic was. Uh, I don't know, maybe a, a half dozen issues or so of her comic from Image, uh, Bitch Planet, which was really good. I, I really enjoyed that. I, I would like to kind of catch up with that book because um, that was a really, uh, just a really fun book. It kind of like a, almost a little, uh, a little pulpy, a little trashy. I mean, I mean, hence the title, you know, Bitch Planet. Like she, I think she intentionally made it. You know, called it that to almost like a throwback to like, uh, like a grindhouse movie from the seventies or something. Um, but to you know, so I, I guess you know, and not to sound like I guess like sexist, but you know, maybe you, you would have expected to see her on um, like Wonder Woman or Catwoman or Birds of Prey or Black Canary. You know, something with a with a strong female protagonist. Um, like, she, or no, I'm sorry. I, I take it back. I, I read a lot of her Captain Marvel stuff from Mar- uh, from Marvel. I forgot she did that, um, and that was really good. So, I guess your the expectation is that she would tackle, um, you know, a strong female protagonist or a lead character, and for her to go to Aquaman, which is pretty much the opposite of that, um, it's like well, you know, either you know she she must have had, you know, either they pitched something great to her. Or they said, or, or or she had a great pitch for the character that that wowed editorial. Yeah. Um, so you know, so I I feel like she wouldn't go on that book unless she had something to say. So you know, 
and the the artist I don't know uh, Robson Roca. I don't know who that is. I I feel like it's someone who I've I've the name sounds familiar, and I I'm trying to see if I can find examples because it it does ring a bell, um, but I can't nothing nothing sticking out. I was like, oh yes, they drew that, and that was great. Mm-hmm. I know it's a name that I've seen. The only thing that I'm, I'm I'm curious about it, and it sounds like you know they didn't say a lot, but they did say they did give us a little nugget that uh, DeConnick and Roca are going to be, I guess, kind of redefining Arthur's origin. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like a year one type approach to yeah. it. And... So um, you know, and, and and I feel like he's got a pretty um, pretty standard '60s type of origin. So, you know, and I don't know that a lot has ever been done with it, uh, that they've, you know, anyone's ever gone in and like, tweaked it or taken any liberties with it. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> now, you've yeah. got, now you've got me yeah, saying, you've got me saying interesting. interesting. <laughs> yeah. um, another thing here, I'll, I'll, I'll switch it up. Another thing that's fascinating is uh, <laughs> another piece of news. Uh Batman's going to be he's going to be following Superman and he's going to be wearing his underwear on the outside of his tights again. This is news to me. I did not hear this. Yeah, he's getting his trunks back. Um this is going to be I, I and we had we had mentioned uh we sung his praises in the last episode but uh that's going to be on it's going to happen in Detective Comics with uh Pete Tomasi at the helm of that book. Uh Pete Tomasi and and uh Doug Doug Monkey uh Mankey I think is uh, Okay. Which I love, Doug Mankey. He, I mean, that that dude's been drawing. I mean, he, uh, talk about another guy who's been drawing for a long time. I mean, he's been around since the '90s. Um, I remember he, he first caught my eye with uh, X from Dark Horse. Remember that, like that uh, kind of like. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I do. That's that's where I first saw Doug Mankey, and man, he's just gotten better every day since then. Um, so to see, you know, to, to get to see him take on uh, Batman in Detective with um, Pete Tomasi writing is going to be, that's going to be a good book. That's one I'm going to jump on. And Yeah, uh, that is an interesting matchup. I didn't even know that team. I, I'm, like I said, they were on Super, I was part of the creative team on the last Superman run. Monkey um, would be the uh, the other artist. When it wasn't Gleason, Tomasi was always the writer. So, yeah, there's, Monkey's artwork is is something that, it, it can be a little hit or miss with me. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I can't get into it. Um, so yeah, that might, detective comics, huh? Mm-hmm. And with well, bat trunks. So, well, okay. So I, I guess I, so I misspoke a little. It, it says that the, the trunks are going to make an appearance starting in uh Batman number 53. So that's actually Tom King's run, but then it's going to, he'll, he'll be wearing them in, um, Detectives and uh, with Tomasi and Monkey's run, which starts at Detective nine ninety four. Okay. So, also, also news which I had neglected. Another another 1, news. coming. <laughs> yeah, Detective <laughs> Comics is is nearing a thousand. Going to hit one thousand in probably what January? Yeah, that sounds about right. Is it monthly book or is it twice a month? I think these are all monthly books now, right? I think they are. Yeah, I've okay. I've sadly I've I've dropped off of detective I, I really enjoyed detective for since rebirth uh that was a really good like like a the, the bat family book that's kind of like what that was um okay with the various uh with with various robins and like batwoman and like it was like batman was like he was put like he was basically making the bat family into a a, a squad or like a team, yeah. and and yeah. Batwoman was like the drill sergeant, essentially. You know, Batman. Okay. Batman was the general. Batwoman was kind of the drill sergeant. She was the one whipping yeah. everyone into shape. Um, but that was a. I read the first couple of arcs of that, and that was really good. Um, I for the life of me, I can't remember who the creative team was on that, but that was that was uh, some good stuff. Was it Tinian? You know what? I think it was. I think yeah, uh, James Tinian the fourth. I think wrote it. Can't um, totally blank. Yeah, I don't know either. But uh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, speaking of Batwoman, mm-hmm. we can. This is oh, part yeah. of the media. Yeah, she's gonna be on next CW crossover, and she's the next CW show. Yes, 
that's going to be pretty cool. What? A, what? It makes sense um, with with the approach that they've taken to the CW line of shows. The Kate Kane is that her name? Yes. It's alliterative. That's good. Um, <laughs> it just fits everything about the character and and you know how, what they've been trying to do with uh, inclusion in those shows. Um, it just it's perfect. It makes total sense, and uh, I look forward to it. I wonder what Earth she'll be on. The uh, Arrow versus Earth, or the um, Supergirl? Well, from, Earth. from from what I heard, this is supposed to take place directly in the uh, in the Arrowverse. Oh, okay. Um, now, now I think it remains to be seen whether or not they will actually put her in Gotham. Um, you know, they they always mention Bloodhaven, so maybe they'll put her in Bloodhaven. There you uh, go. Okay. I, I don't think they're going to give her Gotham. That just seems a little too. But you know. Bloodhaven, Bloodhaven also fits that mold of what they do with the CW shows. Like it's, mm-hmm. they take the, the deep cuts as we talked about in the last episode, right? And they sort of just like integrate that. So if if she is the hero of Bloodhaven, that works. Yes. Um, that works. I, the other notable thing about this this show and this character is it's the the first uh, openly gay uh, female protagonist. Uh, or, or, yeah, there's or, a lot of firsts with Batman. Yeah, or this lead. With this but for the show, I mean, but but as far as like superhero shows go, or for as far as the the CW goes, or or whatever, I mean, it's it's probably the first in a, in a lot of different genres yeah, or different categories. But um, it's also the first uh, main character with no pigmentation in their skin whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> it's an albino playing this. Well, so so I, so I so I so I have two so you know two comments. Now, as far as I guess, I'm super happy about this. This is going to be a lot of fun. I feel like if if, if everything is done well, if everything is done right, um, first, just give us a Batman series, please. You know, just it, it's time. Just give us a Batman. It doesn't have to tie into the CW. It can be its own uh, independent show on another network. It could be whatever. Just like. It's time. If, Just give if, us a Batman. If we're going to do it, make it tie in. Hey, oh, yeah. why not? No, I, 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 I'd I, like to see I would it not tie in. A, I, I agree. I would not be opposed I'm to that. I'm kind of with you, but I want the, what's his name, Tyler Hawkland Superman series. I could see that. I would. I would Whatever his name was. No, you're know. right. No, I, and I, I liked him as Superman, and I wanted to see more of I did, that. too. I, I thought he was he played a really good Superman for the, like, three total episodes that we saw him as Superman. Yeah. Um, Oh, and well, and, and another thing. Well, so I'm I'm super behind on everything. I have not watched any CW show probably since uh, like the winter break. I'm like super behind. Oh my! Yeah, okay. I know. I'm I'm trying to avoid everything so I can go back and well, finish. It's up. funny because like we missed maybe the first quarter of the past season of Supergirl mm-hmm. and didn't didn't even bother trying to. We just jumped in with like, the current week's uh, that particular week's episode and just went from there. Uh, didn't even try to go back and fill in the gaps. And in these shows, they they let you know what you need to know. Oh um, yeah, yeah. They usually do. They they but do it's a, just a good super recap. Girl Flash. And it, the wife the wife got into those too, so like that helped. Okay. Um, she probably, if it wasn't for her interest in Supergirl, mine probably would have died off. Um, Flash, I, I'm a devotee, so that's mm-hmm. the devotee, whatever it is. I like that Flash show. Um, <laughs> To that one, but uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're watching both. I don't I dropped off completely on Legends and still never got into Arrow. And I've, yeah, I haven't watched Black Lightning. Kind of wanted to, but there's only so many hours in a day. That's true. I would, um, I definitely got into Black Lightning. I mean, I that's another one I dropped off of, but um, or fell behind on. But um, I was very impressed with with the tone and the. The maturity of the Black Lightning series, so that's one I I would definitely I, I think that's probably one of the the better written shows uh, of all the CW shows. Um, that's probably up there as far as like quality of writing. Um, that's probably that's definitely up there. Plus they they play some pretty good uh, some old school uh, funk and R and B on there every once in a while. Yeah. Um, well, I thought what was what was um, interesting is. These CW like shows go up on Netflix like twenty minutes after the seasons are over. Like I was surprised at how quickly they were up. They do not waste any time. So they like Black Lightning's already on Netflix. So like mm-hmm. 
for me or anybody who might be in the same boat as me who missed out, like it, uh, they, they don't make it hard for you to get their product. That's it, true. It's there. So I could catch up, but like I said, you know, there's only so many hours a day, and I just can't watch a bunch of TV shows all the time. And mm-hmm. we already kind of have our series that we're set on right now. And yeah, I mean, and there's nothing to say you can't, you know, go back a year. You know, like these shows are going to be there. No, no, they get erased from existence after oh, about after about thirty six months. They just uh, it's like they never happened. Oh, interesting, mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Um, well, the, well, well. The one one last thing I'm going to say, and this is, and we can we can move on, but this is more of a personal request, only because we've been teased by this so many times. Um, I want to say in, maybe an Arrow. I forget which show, but give us Ted Cord. Give us the blue beetle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They keep dropping that name all over. That's all I'm gonna say. I want. Yeah. I want. I want the blue beetle. Let's do a little blue and gold. Yes. Why not? <laughs> Let's just do something. Um, that would work good in Legends. Yeah, it probably would, wouldn't it? That would fit. You know, it would fit the motif. I mean, it's a time traveling show. Yeah. Do a little blue and gold. There you go. Go for it. Um. Well, so I know. Uh, we're we're kind of on a clock for this episode. So the, yeah, the, we're winding down. It, 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 this one's gone quick. I hope it's gone quick for the listener because it's definitely gone quick for uh, well, a, yeah. the, the talkers. We had a lot of lot of good uh, good stuff to talk about this episode. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to to Marjorie Liu, who was the um, who won uh, best the best writer Eisner Award at this year's uh, San Diego Comic Con, um, along with. Uh, it, it was. I guess it's. It's. It's as rare when this happens, but I guess they, the judges, gave a tie, to, um, to this category with Batman and Mr. Miracle writer Tom King. Also, uh, very well deserved. But uh, congratulations to to Marjorie Liu because this is a major accomplishment. This is she's the first female uh, writer to win this award. I mean, I'm, I'm sure maybe not the first one to be nominated, but definitely the first one to actually win the award. So. You know, congratulations to her and um, and her book uh, "Monstrous" from Image. I think is what what helped her pick up the win. I'm not I'm not familiar with that book. I mean, I've heard of her. I'm aware, I'm aware of her as a writer, but I'm, I'm not familiar with "Monstrous." Yeah, I, I, I believe from Image. Um, you, I read the first couple of issues. Uh, it's uh, first of all, it's a beautiful book. the The art in it is just fantastic. Um. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I, I, you know, again, like how you were saying, there's only so many hours in the day to watch things. There's only so many hours in the day to read things. So, um, you know, it, I read the first couple of issues. I thought I thought they were, you know, they were well done. But I didn't. I never went back. Um, I, I think we have them. Yes, that's what I'm on our Google here Drive. To find folks at Image. So uh, I were kind enough to. Yeah, I think I'm going to go back and revisit that and really take a take another read mm. because it is a finely drawn book. Yeah, isn't it? It's 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 nice looking, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And and up to that point, the only thing I really remember her writing was I, I think she was the um, I don't know if she was the writer, but she was definitely one of the writers responsible for um, Dawkins. Or Dakin, however you say his name, the Wolverine. Oh, the, the Wolverine guy. Yeah. She she wrote. I believe she was writing Wolverine when Dawkins took over as Wolverine in the series. Like they they kept the title Wolverine, or maybe they called it Dark. Oh, remember? I think they called it Dark Wolverine because remember that's when there were they. The, yes. The Dark Avengers. Um, yes. Sullied our 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 comic stands. <laughs> Yes, but uh, it did give us Frankencastle. So there you go. So it, something good did come out of it. Um, yeah, I think he was because he was part of the Dark Avengers, and they turned his book from Wolverine to Dark Wolverine. Right. And okay. I believe she was the writer of that for for many months. So um, and I don't know what else she she may or may not have done for you know Marvel or DC. I don't know that she's ever worked for DC. I think she primarily worked for Marvel. And then she, uh, yeah, and then she published Monstrous, and I guess that's doing well for her. So, again, congratulations to uh, yeah, good for her. That's to uh, tie with Tom King after the year he's had with the the work that's been produced in the last year. Um, yeah, that is a testament. 
that's that's not nothing. That's for sure. Because it's been some that Mister Miracle series is powerful. Yeah, that's what I need to. Um, I've only read the first three issues of that, and that's one I need to go back and catch up on. Yes, um, uh, it will be. Ra- I mean, it's. I think nine is the most recent. So. And it's three a, issues left. Yeah, it's a tw- it's a twelve issue similar to the his yes. vision run. It's a maxi series. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's another another writer this year who's killing it is uh, Tom King. So uh, again, uh, you know, well deserved uh, honor for him as well. So indeed, indeed. All right, sir. Well, I think we've uh, we pretty much. Uh, talked out what we're going to talk out i got one last point yes please before i go did you see the new ant-man movie i haven't yet do are you clamoring to see the new ant-man movie i'm still trying to remain somewhat spoiler free that's not what i meant oh okay i I mean i'm i'm looking forward to it i I I haven't seen it i haven't i didn't see it um and it i was talking with the missus and it's like yeah we don't like. I think we're gonna set this one out, and the point where I just went ahead and googled like, what's what's the uh, end credit? Okay. How does it tie? And so I read it. I'm like, yeah, I don't. I'll catch it uh, when it comes around on like the secondary market. Mm-hmm. But uh, which, which yeah, probably, I just I say it probably won't be too long because I think uh, Avengers: Infinity War comes out on the 31st of July. So it shouldn't be. Oh, on video. Yeah. Or, okay. or at least digital, and maybe like... So, this week. Yeah. So soon. So by the time this one hits the airwaves, <laughs> it'll be, it's out. It'll be two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm sure. so I'm sure Ant-Man and the Wasp will probably be maybe a month or two after. And they all end up on Netflix. Man. All these Marvel movies have been ending up on Netflix like, mm-hmm. once they come out, so I can catch it there. But yeah, I, this is one where it's like, I, I've, I've not seen every Marvel movie in the theaters, like... Uh, the second Thor, I didn't go see. Yeah, you weren't missing anything with that one. No, I think <laughs> I, I missed the first Captain America in the theaters, but that was just a product of its time. Uh, that were where I was at when it came out. Um, but this is like the first one in a while where I've just sat it out, and it was just. I don't know, the first one didn't really wow me, and I was I, I was kind of geared up to go, but then the time came. There was just so much going on. I was just like, yeah. Yeah, and then discussed it, and I was like, "Eh, all right." So I set this one out, and I go, like, "Well, I'm not going to wait." And I found out what it was, and quite frankly, it I, it, it, I don't want to say reinforced my decision, but it, it, it definitely you weren't upset by it. I, no, no, I feel by, good by not seeing it. This is not made. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair. So I'm fine. Like I was just curious how how it tied in, and like, okay, that's how it tied in. Well, I'm, I'm hopefully you actually going to see it. I think maybe like this coming weekend. I think there might be some time opening up that I'm going to try and see it. So uh, maybe we'll have a another discussion about it. There you go. What's the next one after this? Is it Infinity War Two? Uh, that comes out. Let's see. That Is there anything in the fall May. or the winter? Um, does New Mutants come out this year? I don't think so. But that's that's Fox. Okay. Which um, we can discuss that at a later date because that whole thing went. <laughs> Everyone's coming home now. Yeah, that's true. So. Um, yeah, I don't know if we really have anything substantial until next spring. I think so. When uh, I think the next Avengers is the next. Oh Marvel well, movie. well, well, well. If we're talking about Marvel, yes. If we're talking yes. about movies in general, um, no, yeah. there's plenty of movies coming out between now and next. Well, spring. I mean, like, I mean, like comic book based. Like Aquaman finally comes out in December. Warner Brothers and DC will have the, the limelight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, next year is going to be. I forget which comes out first, Captain. I, I would assume Captain Marvel would come out before the set, the Avengers follow yeah, up. Yeah, you would think that would make sense because. Yeah, so I think Jesus. I think Captain Marvel comes out in May, and maybe Avengers comes out in June, or maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting the months all mixed up. But yeah, but anyways, I, I think Captain Marvel's probably going to come out first. Marvel could be the next one. I feel like it has to be because they already teased her in the end of Infinity War. So you would hope that they would put out her movie before March they... eighth, twenty nineteen. Okay, my birthday. Oh, so then, um, then I guess Avengers is going to be again in May, probably. Yeah. Well, and and hopefully we'll see something, uh, like I said, this fall at uh, New York Comic Con. 
We'll see that makes a, sense. You know, like a, a trailer or some footage or a, a teaser or something because uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to see something. So, yeah. Cool. Well, I got your note. That text message you sent me before we started finally came through. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a long one. That's that was my. It, it was a novel. Yeah. You could uh, you could certainly delete that now. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, we are finished with this episode this of Comic Book Pit, and uh, thanks for it tuning in. By. It Bullet, sure Bullet did. It, I don't. I mean, it, whatever. I think we went like fifty, forty-five minutes, but uh, we 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 packed a lot of talk in. We sure did. Yeah, we did our due diligence. All killer, no filler. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. I'm Dan. I'm Jared. The road to three hundred is is. We're on it. That's right. 300's right around the corner. Yeah, 16 more episodes. Hard to believe. Oh, my. That's right. All right. Milestone. Well, <laughs> then we're going to reboot. 300. Then we'll, then we'll go to legacy numbers. <laughs> this is this is issue, this is episode 5, but it's really episode 305. This is our 17th premiere episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll have Comic Book Pit Rebirth. Yeah. And then we'll start everything all over again. Yeah, it turns out Dr. Manhattan stole like three years of our podcast from us. <laughs> and, and Scott will show up wearing his underwear on the outside of his pants again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Again, this has been Comic Book Pit, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.